0: Amen. We're going to turn together to the Psalms and to the Psalm numbered five, to the fifth Psalm. We're going to read the Psalm together, and then there's just a little phrase from the Psalm that I want to briefly leave before you tonight, as we come to our season of prayer. But reading together this Psalm, you can see from the title. It is a psalm of David. The psalm 5 and the verse 1. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight, thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing, the Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thy, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Will thou compass him as with a shield? Amen. May the Lord add his own blessing to this reading from his own precious and infallible word. I draw your attention to the opening words of verse 3. And here the psalmist David says, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. And as I read this psalm today and this particular verse, it gave a little glimpse into the prayer life of the psalmist David. And I just want to leave some very brief thoughts with you this evening as we look that little bit into the prayer life of David. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. And so it's speaking particularly about David's prayer time in the morning. Now, not that David only prayed in the morning time, but clearly this was a psalm and a prayer with reference to the morning. If you were to glance over in the Psalms to the Psalm 25, you would find there in Psalm 25, which is also a Psalm of David, that in the verse 5 he says, lead me in thy truth and teach me For thou art the God of my salvation, on thee do I wait all the day. And the last three words in that verse refers to David waiting on the Lord all the day. And so, while the little phrase before us tonight from Psalm 5 is referring to his prayer in the morning, he didn't only pray in the morning, he says he waited on the Lord, all day, all the day. You look further over in the Psalms to the Psalm 55, and Psalm 55 is also a psalm of David. And there in the 17th verse of that psalm, David says, Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, And he shall hear my voice. And really, that verse would be a parallel verse to our text of Scripture. But we learn that David prayed in the morning. We learn that he waited on the Lord all day. And here he refers to evening and morning and at noon that he would pray and he would seek the Lord. Over in the Psalm 119, And of course, the author of Psalm 119 is not given, and different commentators would have different thoughts as to who the author of Psalm 119 is. But in the verse 164, the psalmist said there, seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. And so it is raised from Not just the morning, but evening and morning and noon. And David says all the day. And then here he says seven times. Seven times a day. And so David's prayers, we could say, were frequent. And David's prayers were faithful. He was a man of prayer and he was a man of devotion to the Lord his God. And surely that devotion, that faithfulness and prayer is emphasized just in that little phrase in Psalm 5 and the opening words of verse 3, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning. You could read the whole verse just to see the determination of the psalmist David. He said again, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up, And it was a prayer there with a determination. And it was a prayer with an expectation. And we know that when we would set those seasons, when we want to have a time of devotion before the Lord, and we want to pray to the Lord, there can be so many distractions that can come. There are so many demands upon our time. that it can be difficult just to get those seasons for prayer. The hymn writer says, take time. We could say, make time. Make time to be holy and speak oft with thy Lord. How important it is for the Christian like David here, who's giving us the example to follow in prayer. And he's saying, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. And just a few observations that we make upon these words of David, and as we direct our attention to those words there in verse 3, they're teaching us a number of things concerning prayer. And the first thing is acceptance in prayer. Acceptance in prayer. David is coming before the Lord and he's able to say before the Lord, My voice shalt thou hear. My voice shalt thou hear. As David is approaching the Lord in prayer, he believes here that he is accepted before the Lord and that his prayer is accepted before the Lord. And therefore he's able to say, My voice shalt thou hear. Because his prayer would be accepted by God, David approaches the Lord in the God appointed way, and even though David had his shortcomings and his failures and David had his sin and he would be conscious of his own unworthiness before the Lord, yet he can come, and he can know that as he prays unto the Lord that he's getting through to the Lord that his prayer is going to be accepted by the Lord. I spoke a little bit on the Lord's Day morning about our mediator, the one who is the way to God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the blessed Son of God, the second person in the Godhead, the one who said, I am the way, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we mentioned how at Calvary, through the great work upon the tree, the Lord Jesus Christ opened up the way, and he opened up that new and living way. And when we come to God, by that God-appointed way on the grounds of his sacrifice, on the grounds of his precious blood, and we come and approach unto the Lord even in the attitude of prayer, we're accepted before God. And that's what those words speak to me about: acceptance and prayer. My voice shalt thou hear. Ephesians one and the verse six, the Apostle Paul said to the Ephesians that he hath made us accepted in the beloved. He has made us accepted in the beloved. And I I love that truth, and I love to dwell upon that truth, that of ourselves we would not be acceptable to God. It is only in and through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our only mediator, our only way to God, our only access to God, that we are accepted. We are accepted in the person of of God's dear Son, and we are accepted through the atoning blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when we come tonight to approach the Lord in prayer, we are accepted in Christ, and we are accepted through Christ. My voice shalt thou hear. In other words, the psalmist is speaking about getting through to God. And when we come and we seek the Lord earnestly and diligently together by the God-appointed way through the only mediator between God and man, we get through to God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, our great high priest, he takes those prayers that we offer and he perfects those prayers because even our prayers are tarnished with sin. And he perfects those prayers and those petitions and he takes them and he presents them before the throne as if they're his prayers. And so we can see that acceptance in prayer through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. My voice shalt thou hear. But not only does it speak to us about acceptance in prayer but surely we can see as well assurance in prayer. My voice shalt thou hear. And as the psalmist would speak those words, it's not only with the idea and the thought that he is acceptable before God on the grounds of the sacrificial blood, but that he has assurance that his prayer is heard. It can be taken here as a promise that God will hear our prayers. That's what the psalmist wanted in this psalm. You look at the opening words. He says, give ear. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. And those opening two verses, the psalmist David is appealing to the Lord that the Lord would hear him, give ear, that the Lord would hearken unto his words and unto his prayer. But when we come to that uh, verse three, he speaks now with assurance and he says, My voice shalt thou hear. He has asked the Lord. He has appealed to the Lord to hear him. But now, as he comes to the Lord, he has assurance that the Lord has heard him. When we come in and through that living way, we can have that assurance. We can be reassured tonight that God will hear our prayer. You will never seek the Lord in vain when you come by the God-appointed way. Isaiah, and the chapter 45, and there in the verse 19, let me read the words to you. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, Seek ye me in vain so the Lord is saying here through the prophet Isaiah that he has not said unto the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. We know it is no vain thing to wait upon the Lord. It's not just an empty, futile exercise. No, it will never be in vain. And the Lord gives us that promise. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. And so, when we seek him, my, there is great value in seeking the Lord in prayer. The Lord desires that we would seek him. He desires the prayers of his children. In the Song of Solomon, in chapter 2 and the verse 14, the beloved speaks of his dove and says, O my dove! That art in the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs, let me see thy countenance, let me hear thy voice, for sweet thy voice and thy countenance is comely. And so you can see there in the Song of Solomon, let me see thy face, let me hear thy voice, And surely that expresses the desire of the Lord for his people. He wants to, as it were, see our face. He wants to hear our voice. He wants us to call upon him in prayer. You would maybe be thinking this evening, well, I'm not given to public prayer. I could never speak audibly before the Lord in prayer. But it may not be an audible voice. It may just be the voice of the heart. And we always remember Hannah. Hannah who came before the Lord. And she was praying, but only her lips were moving. Her voice was not heard. But in her heart she was crying out to the Lord. And the Lord heard her prayer. And so when David said, my voice shalt thou hear, it may be the voice and it may be the cry of the heart. Over in the book of Exodus and in the uh, chapter 14 where it concerns Moses and the children of Israel and they have reached the point of the Red Sea and the sea is before them and the Egyptians are behind them and there's a great dilemma as to what they are going to do. And it's at that point that Moses tells the people, he's addressing the people in Exodus 14 and the verse 13, and he said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again, no more forever. And so Moses was addressing the people, the congregation there of Israel, and he's saying, Fear not, just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. It's very interesting that in the verse 15, the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? And there's not a record of one word of Moses' prayer here. All we read about is Moses addressing the people and telling them to stand still and to witness the mighty power of the Lord. And then the Lord says, Wherefore criest thou unto me? You know what that really teaches us? is that while Moses was addressing the people in the midst of a great dilemma, all the while in his heart, he was crying to the Lord in prayer. And the Lord heard his cry. And the Lord answered his prayer. Maybe you have found yourself at times in circumstances that are so difficult. or You find yourself in a conversation that is A very difficult conversation and all the while that you're in that conversation, you're lifting your heart to the Lord in prayer and you're crying to the Lord for wisdom and for grace and for help to be given. My voice, my voice shalt thou hear. And it may be that inaudible voice of the heart. And so what does the prayer life of David teach us here? My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. Well, it teaches us about acceptance in prayer, and it teaches us about assurance in prayer that not only are we accepted before God, but we're assured that He hears our cry. But thirdly, it teaches us about attendance to prayer. David says, "My voice shalt thou hear." In the morning, O Lord. And when David said that, he meant every morning. He gave attendance to the place of prayer. My prayer shalt thou hear in the morning, every morning. There wouldn't be a morning that would pass, but David would not pray unto the Lord and his his voice would be heard. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. Oh, we've already noted he had spoken about those different occasions through the day when he would speak to the Lord and his voice and prayer would be heard before the Lord, and so we could say of David, his attendance and prayer was excellent, his attendance and prayer was excellent and there's a special reference here to the morning we've noted that it wasn't the only time in the day when he prayed, but It was a special time, and the morning time is a special time for prayer. You see, the morning time here, it would have coincided with the morning sacrifice. In Exodus 29 and the verse 39, it says, The one lamb thou shalt offer in the morning, and the other lamb thou shalt offer at even." And so there in the morning, at the time of the morning sacrifice, David would say, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. The sacrifice was in the morning. The sacrificial lamb would be offered. There in Exodus 30, and in the verse 7, it says, And Aaron shall burn their own sweet incense every morning and when he dresseth the lamps he shall burn incense upon it so not only was there to be uh, the lamb offered every morning the morning sacrifice but also the priests would uh, burn the incense in the morning time every morning it says there incense is a picture of prayer the burning of the incense and the smoke and the scent would be ascending upwards, so our prayers. Our prayers ascend up into the very nostrils of God as a sweet smelling savor in the morning. Over in First Chronicles, and in the chapter 23 of 1 Chronicles, we have another reference there to. The morning time, and it concerned again uh, the Levites. In First Chronicles 23 and the verse 30, it says of them, and to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord, and likewise at even. And as the Levites were being given their instructions on their uh, ministry and service for the Lord, it says there that every morning They would stand and give thanks and praise unto the Lord. So the morning is a special time. Whenever we're fresh, whenever we have been rested, the best time of the day to do business with the Lord and to commit that day to the Lord and to ask the Lord for, for grace for all that you will encounter in that day. To commit your way unto the Lord. Oh, to say tonight with David, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. His faithfulness, his devotion, his attendance in the place of prayer. And we're here tonight in the public prayer meeting. And I would want to thank you for your attendance and for your faithfulness in the place of prayer. And as we come to seek the Lord together in our prayer time this evening, that the Lord will give us help and will give us grace that we would seek Him together and that our voice and our cry would be heard.